Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I am your man, Darrell Owens, and this is one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones Editions. That's right. We've been doing our NFL power rankings over the first five weeks of the NFL season, and now we're bringing you week six. I feel like I said this last week, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Man, this bad boy is rolling fast, man. Like, we really just got going, I feel like. And we're almost at a, the middle part of the season. We're not there yet, but we're getting close. And it's it's really weird that it kind of popped up on us the way it has. So, once again, just glad to have everybody here. It, it's 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 just cool. It's just the football season has just been rolling. But, anywho, once again, We've got a very impactful week to talk to you about as we head into week six of the NFL season. Tonight, we've got a big game between the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Uh, This game takes place from Philadelphia, so it should be a really good contest tonight to see if this uh, Philadelphia team can do, you know, the unthinkable and potentially knock off the uh defending super bowl champ so that'll be a good one going on tonight uh, you know with two teams especially like with jalen hurts who's been kind of doing his thing lately we're trying to see if jalen hurts can continue uh the good vibes there i mean very nice win last week against uh carolina and one of the top ranked defenses in the league and then of course you know tom brady coming off that figure all of that out in due time to see if Tom will play, which I'm pretty sure he will. I mean, it's going to have to be a very significant injury for him not to play tonight. But nevertheless, we're going to have another, I got a good feeling, another great Thursday night game. And all of the primetime games, all of the primetime games so far have been great. Uh, I think maybe one, and it was great in the first half, um, you know, going into the third, and then it kind of drifted away. But every other one has been phenomenal. The Monday night game, oh, the Colts and the Ravens, the Colts and the Ravens were in a slobber knocker, as our man JR would say. It was just the Colts had it. The Colts had it. Now, me personally, I'm glad the Ravens won for, you know, one reason, because I picked them and I picked them last week. And uh, unfortunately, our man Cody Stewart missed out on getting that Lone Ranger pick because uh, Baltimore was able to win that game. He was this close to getting that Lone Ranger pick. Uh, the other thing that I was kind of rooting for the Colts at one point, because in my fantasy, I'm like, Hey, look, Hey, I got it. I'm there. I'm in good shape. And then what happens? <sighs> Lamar Jackson happens. And the guy that I played in my fantasy had four guys on the Ravens and, and with my luck, Justin Tucker, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, 
uh, were three of the guys that they had on that team, and it just put me away. It was there was nothing I could do about it after that. But uh, yeah, like I said, the games continue to be good. Uh, Sunday night game, eh, you know, but we did get to see the Bills be very impressive against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, enough of me talking. Let's get into the power rankings for Week Six. And of course, you know, we start off with the bottom. So this week's bottom teams uh, heading into week five, the Jacksonville Jaguars I have at number 32. Jacksonville last week had me thinking that they they might go in there and potentially, you know, get a W against the Titans team. Now they look good at certain points in the game until, you know, Derrick Henry becomes Derrick Henry and it just was too much for Jacksonville. They end up losing that game uh, to the Titans. And I, what I saw from the Titans made me think that, you know, the week before was a fluke against the Jets to a certain extent, even though I still think the Jets have gotten better. Uh, but this Titans team went in there and was able to pull away late. But the Jaguars, despite all of the craziness going on with their coach, Urban Meyer, they were still a very competitive in this contest. And so uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to see. I feel like Jacksonville is getting closer, and they will sneak a victory. I actually have picked Jacksonville this week against the Dolphins. Uh, even with Tua coming back, I'm a little weary of this Dolphins team right now because I feel like offensively they can't figure it out, and that defense is getting worn out. But Jacksonville at 32. 31, the Detroit Lions. I'm going to tell you what, the, the Lions might be the most heartbreaking team in football right now. I, and I feel so bad for them because these Lions games have been, <laughs> they've been crazy. You know, uh, they go into, you know, week one, they played the 49ers, get smacked early make a dramatic comeback, had a chance to tie it up in the end, maybe take it to overtime, and, and it just didn't happen. In week two, the Lions still, you know, playing hard, still, you know, doing their best to, you know, make things happen for them. And, and you know, they had the Packers, had the lead, just couldn't make it happen. Uh, 17 to 14 at halftime, Packers pulled away. Then in week three, they had the Ravens, the team that is currently 4-1, had them 17-16, and then Justin Tucker says, hey, guess what? I have a magic foot. And Justin Tucker uh, knocks it in for an NFL record from 66 yards, and then the Lions lose that contest. Then the Lions played the Bears last week, probably their worst game they've had the whole season. Probably their worst game they had the whole season. They were really never in this game, even though they, they scored a couple of points late. They were never really in that game. So that's the only week, in my opinion, that they were kind of out of it. And then last week against the Vikings, had it, had it once again. And then another kicker just stabs the Lions in the heart. And so this Lions team, another team like Jacksonville, I feel like these teams could either have one or two victories right now. It just hasn't, you know, fell in their favor. So both in the 0-5s, I think, are getting close. Somebody's going to get snuck at the wrong time. Somebody's going to get snuck at the wrong time. And, you know, the Lions this week had the Bengals. Uh, they could sneak the Bengals, especially after a tough week against Green Bay, where they were in the game, had two opportunities to win the game, couldn't make it happen. Couldn't make it happen. And, and, and the Packers didn't do them any favors, missing three field goals themselves 
even though Mason Crosby was able to finally put it away. Next, the New York Jets. The Jets uh, last week against the Falcons, the London game, our first London game of the year, they had a they had an opportunity. They were in the mix uh, late. Uh, they they started pushing through late. The Falcons had control at one point, twenty to nothing. End up losing twenty seven to twenty with the Jets. And, and Zach Wilson and the crew kind of like started kicking it up again. And they, I, I really thought the Jets were going to go and win this game and, and move up a little bit further on our power rankings, but we're not able to pull it off against a Falcons team that has not been crazy impressive this year, but they have competed in most, most of their games have been in the mix and suffered that Eagles game, which was really rough at the beginning of the season, but they've competed. And I like what I've seen from them so far, um, at least the last two weeks anyway. So we'll see what the Falcons can do uh, as they continue on in their quest to to get some dubs here during the season. But if you're a Falcons fan and you haven't been able to smile at Cordell Patterson right now, who's just been absolutely amazing. I'm telling you, man, he's if you got him on fantasy and and had just picked him up randomly, you've got to be smiling because he's been electrifying for the Falcons. So the Jets at number 30 at 29, the Texans. And the Texans hurt my feelings last week. Yes and no. I did pick against the Texans, so I was like, hey, you know, Paige, I need you to get the dub for that purpose. But, you know, Davis Mills had a really good game last week. And this Texans team, excuse me, yeah, this Texans team really came to play. And they had an opportunity to beat this Patriots team. Be honest with you, they should have beat this Patriots team. Davis Mills went 21 for 29, 312 yards, and three touchdowns. And they were in full control. And then the Patriots just they just they just came back and in slow, methodical way. Uh Matt Jones and the crew were able to get the dub 25 to 22. And what I told somebody earlier this week, that Texans loss is more of a head coaching thing, in my opinion. And it it wasn't that I don't think that the Texans lost the game themselves. I just get, you know, chalked it up to, you know, their their new head coach Kelly kind of being new to the game and then going up against Bill Belichick. And maybe I'm wrong on that end, but I, I feel like the Texans were this close to being two and three, uh, but they fall to one and four. The Giants coming in at number 28, they're one and four. Uh, the Giants just got beat up in more ways than one last week. Uh, the Giants took on a very, very exciting Cowboys team. Very exciting Cowboys team. But the worst thing for this Giants team, you lose Daniel Jones. You lose uh, a, a Saquon Barkley. And not even just like, it was just crazy stuff. Saquon was just running across the field, looked like he was trying to block, trying to help. And then all of a sudden, uh, Saquon kind of hit his foot or stepped on another a Cowboys player, and his foot just goes into this huge knot. So he's got a sprained ankle. He's out for a couple of weeks. They said two to four, and he just can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. They already were short on the receiver front. No Slayton, and they did not have Sterling Shepard. And Galladay didn't play, and let's be honest with you, all that money they spent on Galladay, and it's been worth nothing. I knew it was a bad move. I know they wanted Allen Robinson bad, but I knew that was a bad move bringing in Galladay. He cannot stay healthy. So the Giants sitting at one and four, it's been really tough so far for the New York football Giants fans. Next, the Dolphins, one and four. This Dolphins team 
went in there, took on a very, very, very tough Buccaneers team. It was tight early. And then Tom Brady said, all right, time to wake up. And they woke up in a big way. The way they came out there and just, you know, smacked this Dolphins team in the second half was almost, you know, it was hard to watch. <laughs> it was hard to watch. But, uh, you know, it was close for a minute. It was 24 to 17 heading into the fourth quarter. And then Tampa Bay said, you know what? Nah, man, we, we got things to do. And they scored 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. That was it. So the Dolphins are at number 27. Number 26, the Indianapolis Colts. I was working on my power rankings as we're going through. And that's what I usually do as the week, as the games are going on, I'm kind of shuffling, seeing where I'm going to put them on the next week as games. And I start moving up the list and, you know, so the Colts and the Ravens were the last on my list. And I'm like, all right, how am I going to, you know, position this? And I had the Colts before the, before everything kind of went awry. I had the Colts sitting at, I believe 21. I, I thought this was a very important win, especially after the win against the Dolphins. This is a chance for them to kind of get themselves back in order. They were looking good against a really good Ravens team. And then just like that, a Blankenship, an injured kicker and Blankenship whose hip was flipped out. And we didn't know what was going on with Blankenship, but he had a lot going on last week and a block uh, kick and just an amazing comeback by the Ravens kept the Colts exactly where they were last week at number 26. They're one and four. 25, the Falcons at two and three. The Falcons now are starting to, you know, get some dubs. Um, and they lost last week, but uh, uh, to uh, the uh, Washington football team. But this week they get the win against the Jets and then, then they beat the Giants. Now, obviously, they've beaten both New York teams and it hasn't been. They, they have a combined record of one and nine. So it hasn't been the Prius for the Falcons, but wins are wins. And you kind of have to, you know, Keep rolling and see what you can do from there. Now, this Falcons team is on a bye this week, so we won't see uh, them um, play this week. This is our first bye week in, in this uh, young NFL season. So we don't really see – we don't really know how all of that's going to kind of go at the current time. Next, number 24, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 2-3. and three. Nice win over a, you know, recently undefeated – uh, Carolina Panthers team, but Carolina just has not shown up uh, in the last two weeks. They were initially looking good against Dallas, and Dallas just put on the put on the fire. And then this game was a very competitive game, but Jalen Hurts in the end were able to get this Eagles team a victory as they get themselves prepped for the defending Super Bowl champions tonight. At twenty three, the Washington football team. I I really don't know what to say about this team other than, you know, what we said the last couple of weeks. The defense has got to find a way to get back to where we thought they were going to be. And it's just not there. They're two and three. Their victories coming against uh, the Giants and the Falcons. So once again, bottom tier teams on our power rankings. Uh, but they, they took on the Saints L. Um, they got a very tough game coming up this week against the Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs are struggling and yes they have the same record but you know eventually eventually pat mahomes and the crew are going to wake up and washington but a hope they don't wake up this week uh as they will take on the chiefs uh at fedex field number 22 the new england patriots patriots obviously with that comeback victory over the texans move up two slots there at 22 this week uh, like i said i think bill belichick is the reason why they got that dub number 21 the pittsburgh steelers the Pittsburgh Steelers 
needed that victory against the Broncos and they were able to get it. They looked a lot better than they've let they, than they have obviously the last couple of weeks, but the Broncos kind of fought back late. Just wasn't enough. Pittsburgh wins that wins that one. They are uh, moved to two and three on the season. All right. So that's where we are. That's the bottom ladies and gentlemen right now. And now it's time to go to the outside looking in outside looking in. We've got the Seahawks at 20, the 49ers at 19, the Vikings at 18, the Chiefs at 17, and the Bears at 16 as those outside teams looking in. The Seahawks obviously losing Russell Wilson is the worst possible thing that could happen. And, you know, it was a good game. It was a really good game on Thursday night, very competitive game. And the Seahawks had chances late uh, to make things happen. But obviously, when Russell dislocated, I don't I want to say it was his he dislocated his finger. I just can't remember which one. And when he dislocated it, it looked terrible that he tried to go back out there. He was throwing on the sidelines and it just wasn't enough. They brought in Geno Smith, who came in, led one drive, beautiful drive down the field, you know, gets the Seahawks within striking distance. They get the ball back with a chance to, you know, potentially win this game. And then Geno throws a pick. But. For those who watch the game and our true football fans know that that wasn't Geno's fault. His receiver trips up and, you know, he was leading his receiver. There was no one there but the cornerback. And that was it. And the Rams won that contest. But they got a tough, tough road ahead. Russell's supposed to be out for a whole month. So a whole month without Russell Wilson is going to be tough for the Seattle Seahawks. At number 19, we talked about the San Francisco 49ers, another team dealing with quarterback issues. They, one, have a, uh, a injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they have an injured Trey Lance. So your top two quarterbacks, your, your, your future and your present, are out. And so the San Francisco 49ers are going to have to figure something out uh, heading into week six. Now they've got this week. San Francisco is on a bye, so that is going to help them out with them being on the bye. They definitely needed this bye, and it's like perfect timing for them to be on a bye to kind of get themselves rested up and get themselves ready for week seven. And in week seven, they will take on the Texans. So that will give them, excuse me, they will take on the Colts. So with a team that is also struggling, they may give them an opportunity to bounce back. Next on that Outside looking in, we got the Vikings and the Vikings, you know, last week able to pull off that that crazy victory against the Lions. Uh, it was a tough matchup. Nice little battle. Still no Dalvin Cook. You know, Madison did his thing and the Vikings were able to get the win to move to two and three. Uh, and so the Vikings this week, they take on a Panthers team which I, I I got the Vikings winning that one. I think the Panthers are starting to slip a little bit, but the Panthers defense is still a really good defense. So we'll see what happens in that contest. Next 17, the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough loss, super tough loss to the Buffalo Bills. And it didn't look close. It, I couldn't tell y'all. I'm baffled to see what this Chiefs team looks like right now. This, this Excuse me, this Chiefs team looks really out of place. There's something wrong there. They've got to figure it out. Because right now, they are in last place in, in the AFC West. No one saw that coming. No one. They've had some tough matchups, though, to end their defense. Bills, Browns, Chargers, all teams that are just playing well right now. 
and they just, you know, Ravens, they, 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 all their losses have come to some pretty big names so far in this NFL season. Uh, you know, they obviously beat the Browns, but they were losing that contest. So the chiefs this week got Washington, see what they can do against Washington, see if they can get back to 500 at 16, as much as this Packer fans hate, hate to say it, the Chicago bears have slowly, but surely climbed up, making things look a little bit better in their favor. They won last week and they go to three and two on the season. So if you're a Chicago fan, you got to like what you see, especially against a Raiders team who had recently been undefeated. Uh, and they were able to go in there, get the dub in Vegas. And obviously with everything going on with the Vegas Raiders right now and John Gruden having to resign because of ridiculous emails, um, you know, the Bears, you know, I think in a way took advantage and a good job by the Chicago Bears taking advantage of the situation. And they just played better. I, I mean, when you watch the game, the Raiders just look out of place. Just a lot going on in Oakland. So there it is outside looking in. Seahawks 20, 49ers 19, Vikings 18, Chiefs 17, Bears 16. So with that outside looking in, and we're talking about at the end, looking at that that Raiders situation with John Gruden, you know, uh, me and Jay talked about this last night on the podcast, but just to give my thoughts on it, and you know, John Gruden, you know, this should be a lesson to all people. Like, you know, the electronic stuff, man, like you, once you put the imprint, it's in there. So you have to kind of be careful uh, of what you're, you're doing out there. No one is innocent in, in this world, man. Like things, if things going to get you, they're going to get you. But this situation is just crazy. And the things that he said are just, just uncalled for. So uh, unfortunately for the Raiders, a season that was starting to look on the up and up is starting to slowly take a downturn. So, We'll see uh, if if they can bounce back. But as of right now, it looks a little rough. And speaking of the Raiders, let's segue to our number 15 team, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're three and two, back-to-back losses, tough go at it. Uh, but I still think this Raiders team can kind of – I think – I personally think they can bounce back from this. We'll see what the new head coach can do or the interim head coach can do while they try to figure out who is going to be the next coach of the Las Vegas Raiders maybe in the offseason. And that's something that I'm just intrigued about to see what they can do. But the Raiders come in at number 15, um, you know, on the countdown. Now, number 14 on the power rankings, we've got the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers obviously coming off a tough loss to the Eagles. They were able um, to stick into our top 15, but you know, the, they had chances to win it, just couldn't make it happen. They're three and two, one of those three and O teams that have lost back to back games. Speaking of another three and O team, at one point have lost back to back games. Now the one the week before against the Ravens, no Teddy B. I understand that this week Teddy B. is back. I'm still not sure if he was at 100, percent but he was back, and they were they were in the mix. But the Denver Broncos are at 13, and they're at three and two. They put it up against a, a good showing against. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers last week just wasn't able to make it happen. So those three and O teams that we had in the top 10 all pushed out into the top 15 now, no longer in the top 10, but all three of those teams have lost back-to-back games. At number 12, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints went into Washington, uh, uh, you know, after being two and two, losing to the Giants. They went into Washington. They get a very important victory because – 
you know, they were able to kind of, you know, get themselves back. They got Alvin Kamara back in the mix. He was starting to look good again. And then James Winston threw this Hail Mary surprise uh, right at the end of the half. And it's to me, it seems like it just knocked the win out of the Washington football team. Even though they were still in the mix, that was enough, in my opinion, to kind of give New Orleans all of the motivation and all the momentum they needed to win the contest. So they are number 12 on the countdown. Number 11, the Cincinnati Bengals. Despite losing to Green Bay last week in that 25-22 missed field goal fest, if you want to call it that, I got Cincinnati at 11. This team could have won that game last week. And I think if this was two years from now with that same team learning, growing, they would have won that game. They would have won that game and probably should have and deserved to win that game. And Green Bay had opportunities, but they just – you know, as a Packers fan, you know, I, I'm a little bit harder on Green Bay than most others. And they, they had opportunities. That game shouldn't have lasted as long as it did. Three, count them, three Mason Crosby uh, field goals that were missed in this contest. So get it together, fellas. But Cincinnati, good team. They got the Lions this week. So if you're the Lions, be on the lookout because this Bengals team is looking to get back in the top ten. All right, top 10. Here we go. The Tennessee Titans come in at number 10. They're 3-2, and two, a very impressive victory over the Jaguars. Derrick Henry continues to run the mess out of the football. A.J. Brown was back this week. Still no Julio Jones. And I've been trying to trade Julio Jones in my fantasy league for the last, like, the year and a half. Nobody wants him. And that's crazy saying it out loud, but he cannot stay healthy. And to be honest with you, I don't think I can get what I want for Julio. That's why I've been afraid to trade him. As soon as I trade him, he's going to go off. That's just my luck. That that's just going to be my luck. Anywho, we'll see what they can do. See if Julio is back this week. But if I had to say for sure, I would say no, I, I would make a plan on seeing Julio the following week. Next at number nine, the Cleveland Browns. Once again, the Cleveland Browns lose a game that I feel like they shouldn't have lost. Yes, it was a great game. I mean, crazy score. It was a 47 to 42 against the Los uh, Angeles Chargers. And this Browns team had it, man. They were right there. They were right there. They had it, man. They had it. They were right there. Couldn't pull it off. Messed me up in my picks you know, last week. So whatever. But uh, it was a great game. And we talked about and on the podcast last week. Um, we talked about on the podcast yesterday. We talked about the podcast on how important it was for this uh, Cleveland Browns team or or the Chargers to win that game because it's going to have playoff implications down the road. And so uh, the Chargers were able to get the W. Uh, Cleveland's got another tough one this week as they take on the Cardinals. Man, it's, it's a tough road. See, when you, when you win the division or you start to do well in the division, you get these tough matchups. So we'll see if Cleveland can and bounce back this week and move to 4-2. Next, we got the Baltimore Ravens, who are 4-1. They're the first of our 4-1 teams on this countdown. Um, number eight for Baltimore, and it could be higher. But like I said, it's such a tough – it's very competitive from this point on. And they they were, they were fell back early in that, that contest, but they were able to come back on the legs and the arm of Lamar Jackson. Just an amazing game for Baltimore. Great job, Baltimore. Uh, I will get an opportunity to see them live this year as they take on the Packers back. I think it's like week 15, week uh, 16 going on my birthday to get a chance to see what this Baltimore Ravens and see Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers go at it. uh, And, you know, towards the end of the season. So that'll be fun. But the Ravens uh, get the W and they've got a tough matchup against the number seven team, the Los 
Angeles Chargers this week. The Chargers, very impressive victory against the Browns. And right now, they have themselves a three-game lead. Three-game lead over the Chiefs. So that if you're the Chargers, you got to keep winning, man. You got to keep pace. You got to keep that lead over uh, the Chiefs. And our man Jeremiah Quimby continues to just look like a genius. as He's, He was the one that picked the Chargers to win the division. Everybody else picked the Chiefs. And he's looking like an absolute genius right now on top of being the uh, leader in our pick'em. So Jay's just doing his thing. Whatever, Jay. Whatever. Next, number six, the Green Bay Packers. Four and one, four straight victories after that miserable loss to the Saints at the beginning of the season. But they continue to creep themselves back, trying to get back into that top five. But a um, big rivalry game this week. They take on the Chicago Bears. This is a chance for the Packers with a win to essentially give themselves a three-game lead in the division if they can get the win. If you're the Bears, you get a chance. If you win this one, you take the division lead, and Justin Fields and the crew are smiling heading into Week 7. Next, at number five, we've got the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, even though the Rams won last week, they dropped back two slots because the other performances by the teams that jumped them, in my opinion, were just a little bit better. Uh, But the Rams were able to pull off a very tough, division uh win against the seahawks last week we got him at number five number four the dallas cowboys all right dallas fans what are you talking about this week (laughs) as dallas moves into the top five for the first time this season they've been in the top 10 the entire times this season but they are officially in the top five and creeping their way towards the top that dallas offense looks amazing they look absolutely amazing that is the best thing that I can say. They're, they look great. They just look great. The defense is really stepping up, and Trayvon Diggs is becoming a superstar in front of our eyes. Dallas, 4-1. They got the Patriots this week, in my opinion, which should be a victory, even though they're going to Foxborough. should be a victory. We'll see what happens there. Dallas is at number four. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, impressive 45 to 17 victory over the, over the Dolphins. Only concern this week, will they get Gronk back or will we get another week of Gronk taking a rest? Will Tom Brady play, which he should, but his thumb is banged up on his throwing hand. So we're going to see if we will see if he plays tonight. We'll see if Gronk plays tonight. I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure Brady will. I don't know about Gronk, but pretty sure Brady will. Number two, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo after an impressive victory over the Chiefs. I almost put them at number one, but I knew better. You know, they're number two. They're in a good spot at number two. Just like the Packers lost that first game, have won four straight, and they've gotten better each week. And the Packers, that's another story. But the Buffalo Bills have gotten better each week and are getting close to potentially claiming that number one spot. Now, we'll see uh, if they can grab that number one spot this week uh, Buffalo takes on the Titans, which I think they'll win that contest personally. But the Cardinals, the number one team on this countdown, 5-0, only undefeated team left in the NFL, they have the Browns this week. So we're going to see if the Cardinals can win that. Obviously, they're going to stay at number one. Uh, but if they lose and the Buffalo Bills win, we could we see the flip? It all depends on how the games go, man. That's the power rankings, baby. That's the power rankings. All right, everybody, there it is. Those are our power rankings uh, heading into week six. And like we talked about before, I can't believe we're already at week six, but uh, very excited, very excited for week six. They got some good games coming in this week. Two games in particular that I'm excited about. 
one, the Ravens and the Chargers. We're going to really see Justin Herbert go up against uh, Lamar Jackson, two of the young, talented quarterbacks in this league. We're going to see that one. Then we got the Browns and the Cardinals, the battle of Oklahoma quarterbacks, the battle of two Heisman Trophy winners uh, coming out of Oklahoma. We're going to get to see that from the dog pound this week. That should be a really good matchup. So those are the two matches I'm excited about the most. And, of course, as a Packers fan, I'm excited to see the uh, the Bears take on the Packers. Just got to have some bragging rights over my man, Raphael Haynes. So, you know, my man, Kyle Harris down there in North Carolina. So I got I to gotta have bragging rights over those guys and my cousin, Chris, just, just for another week until we, you know, play them at some point in time at another spot. Anywho, here it is. Here's our recap of the top 32, and then we're going to give you our top five MVP candidates heading into week six. First, once again, here we go. Here is the bottom. The Jaguars, 32. The Lions, 31. Jets, 30. Texans, 29. Giants, 28. Dolphins, 27. Colts, 26. Falcons, 25. Eagles, 24. Washington football team coming in at 23. Patriots, 22. And the Steelers at 21. For the outside looking in, Seahawks at 20. 49ers at 19, Vikings 18, Chiefs 17, and the Chicago Bears trying to get into that top 15, sitting on the cusp at number 16. Next, the top 15. The Raiders are at number 15 with a 3-2 and two record. The Carolina Panthers at number 14. Number 13, the Denver Broncos. Number 12, the New Orleans Saints. Number 11, the Cincinnati Bengals. As we hit the top 10, the Tennessee Titans at number 10, the Cleveland Browns at number nine, the Baltimore Ravens at number eight, the number 17, the Los Angeles Chargers, the number 16, the Green Bay Packers, number five, the Los Angeles Rams, number four, how about them Cowboys <laughs> at number four, number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number two, the Buffalo Bills, and number one on the countdown, the Arizona Cardinals. So there it is. We're solidified. We're locked and loaded. You know where we stand heading into week six. Now, of course, before we get out of here, like I promised you, here are our top five MVP candidates heading into week six. So, of course, after a phenomenal performance last week, you know, we got to go with Justin Herbert at number five. Uh, you know, Herbert's having himself a really good season. He's got uh, 13 touchdowns this season compared to three interceptions. He's having a phenomenal season. I almost put Lamar Jackson in here, y'all. It would have been all quarterbacks, but Derrick Henry is still leading the league in rushing, so I got him at four, and, and he's one of the reasons why the Titans are staying afloat or are back in the top ten. Number three, Josh Allen. A crazy, crazy game against the Chiefs where he just showed up and showed out, and once again, Allen is still making a case for the MVP this season. Number two, Dak Prescott, a.k.a. Dakota. But Dakota and the crew, once again, after a great week, he has 13 touchdowns and three interceptions on the season. But Prescott looks impressive. Most people will say, hey, you get these big contracts. Can you show up? Well, two people have already shown it that are in this countdown, and that's Allen and Prescott. Despite getting the big paydays in the offseason, they have still come to play, and they have been doing their thing. And number one, the man, Mr. Kyler Murray, Baby Yoda has got this Cardinals team undefeated, and they continue to play good football. Yes, a very tough game against San Francisco. Uh, they win 17 to 10, but you got to win the tough ones. You got to win the blowouts. You got to be able to play 
in all types of situations. Connors look good right now. Calamari is my MVP as of right now if it's season ended today. And this is a tough list, man. It's a tough list trying to figure out exactly, you know, who's in that top five. And I feel like every week I'm leaving somebody out. This week I felt in my heart that I was leaving out Lamar Jackson. But I feel like the way he's been creeping up, he'll be the next one in this list, especially after this week. We're going to see if he can pull off some magic against this Chargers team, but see if Justin Herbert has something to say about that. All right, everybody, that is it. This has been another episode of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones edition NFL Power Rankings for Week 6. I'm your man, Darrell Owens. Stay safe. Enjoy the game tonight. And hope y'all have a phenomenal week. And we'll see y'all next Thursday for week seven's edition of the Power Rankings. Until next time, peace. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one.